Welcome to The Gathering Place with Blessed Is She. I'm Jenna Gizar. And I'm Beth Davis. Pull up a chair and grab a drink. Or you could just keep doing what you're doing. Pull up a chair in your heart. (laughs) Come chat with us about Jesus, prayer, community, and life. So let's get started. Hi, Beth. Hi, friend. How are you? Great. Yeah? Yeah, I got a little, um, little frog in my throat. A little sore throat. Mm, tough days around here. I'm great. Praise the Lord. Couldn't be better. Are you excited about what launched today? Obviously, yes. It's launch day for the Advent Journal 2018. I wish I was good at sound effects so I could like have like applause and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Did that sound like a crowd? Yeah, totally. Great. Amazing. Amazing. Shannon Evans, the incredible writer. She blogs over at We A Great Parade. She has a book that's coming out in the fall. She's amazing. She's incredible. She's also a really great friend. She's also just a great person. Yes. Yeah. And inspiring. Yeah. Love her. I'm so excited for everyone to read her words and just journey together. It's such a gift, these Advent and Lent journals, to be able to journey with, what is it this year, 10,000 women who will all be doing the journal together. Totally. And this year we called it a devotional. Tell me more. Well, I have a hard time with the journal. Okay. Because I don't want people to feel like, oh, I didn't journal today. Oh, yeah. Or I don't journal. I'm not a journaler. It doesn't apply to me. Right, right. It's really just a beautiful piece of work to get you into the Advent season, to get you praying every day or every other day in the Advent season, and to meet Christmas with an open heart to that instead of like crazy stressed crazy time that's incredible what's it called beth do you mind sharing a little bit about the book Mm -hmm. bearing light and i know shannon's her heart for the devotion is really about women coming to understand that we are all god bearers like mary we are the image of god to the world and really leaning into and, and owning the ways in which we flesh out god for the world so it's an incredible way to approach Advent, I think. I think it's different than what we've done in the past and yeah. different from the way that I would personally approach Advent. So I love how fresh it is, how deep it is, how personal it is. Also, the cover is just gorgeous. I just stare at it. Do you look at yourself on the cover? Yeah, I mean, obviously. I think everyone's first reaction is to find themselves among the women that are painted on the cover. So sure enough. There I am. That Erica Tai. Mm-hmm. Talk about bringing a piece of God into the world. Erica Tai does that with her Absolutely. art. Absolutely, It's insane. Yeah. But, you know, I want to say, I think it's easy to look at someone like Erica, who's right? so gifted. Yes. Who is just courageously taking these risks with God and stepping out and co-creating with the Lord and like the in time. front of a lot of people totally. it's not like a private thing totally but I wonder if you know the average gal just going to class or going to work or hanging out with her kids taking care of her family every day like feels like yeah I'm I'm bearing the image of God to the world mm. I think we think about that less or we believe that less about yeah, we believe that the Erica's of the world yeah. are bringing so much more of God into the world than we are in our like smaller, private, less like m- 
big ways. Yeah, like if we feel invisible in some ways. Totally. Like what does my contribution matter? Mm-hmm. How am I making God known to the world? Well, with the 12 people I talk to every day. 12? 12. 12. Is that a lot? with 12 people? I don't know. Like I'm, I'm figuring you have like coworkers and then like... The lady at the checkout. Okay, can I just read you what I flipped to? <laughs> yes. How many seasons of my life have I wasted by waiting for a big calling and underestimating the small acts found in the everyday? I have a tendency to belittle the daily work that I do. Feeding a hungry child, listening to the sorrows of a friend, writing a short devotional for others, rather than see it with the eyes of Christ. One day I daydream. One day I'll do something big. But Mary and Elizabeth didn't see it that way. They sowed seeds of faithfulness long before the huge scope of their callings were revealed to them. They understood that they were already being used by God in big ways, because in the kingdom of heaven, impact is measured much differently than on earth. You and I are called to this prophetic vision as well. God is already coming into the world through us in a thousand little ways. Do we have faith? to see it that's so crazy i mean literally guys i flipped right to that yeah no i can i can confirm that i can vouch for that i was right here that's unbelievable well friend the holy spirit is speaking to you talking about you if you doubt your influence Mm. if you doubt uh, what you bring to the world he wants you to know you do it's significant yeah the thousand little ways shannon talks a lot in the book about how Mary and Elizabeth said yes in little ways and that those like little yeses built up to their big yeses that they did in their lives. And we only think about those big yeses. We only think about Mary's fiat in front of the angel Gabriel. Like we don't really remember all of the small ways that she said yes to the Lord and that, that faithfulness cultivated that relationship with him where she was able to say yes in a big way. Yeah, for sure. In my own prayer, you know this, Jenna, I've been praying with the gospel of Luke. I just started the gospel of Luke. So I'm finding that Elizabeth is a a presence now that sort of invaded my prayer and is kind of, she's just so much more a part of the greater story of salvation than I've ever given her credit for. So it's been really cool to sit with that to imagine that, to imagine those every day, like those thousands of little ways and little yeses that Elizabeth brought about the salvation of the world by supporting Mary and and living into her own mission. Totally. And that's another thing, talking about different missions. I was listening to this little podcast today about running your own race. And I know that's totally used a lot. Like we think about St. Paul saying, I've completed the race, etc. But again, going back to what you said about Erica, like we're all on our own missions. I don't have to look at what Erica's doing or what Shannon's doing or what you're doing, Beth, and think, Lord, why didn't you make me like that? Why don't I get to have that mission? But I have my own. And, and it's not mission in this like big way where we see the world shifting. We're not Mary. We're not, we're not having these big world-changing moments. But you know what? I Can I just challenge you on that? Totally. I think it's like a, it's like seismic shifts, right? Mm. Like there are plates. I don't know anything about science. Let me just... Geology is not my strong suit. <laughs> right. Mine either. So feel free to email, but be gentle. I Beth just, Davis at blessedissue.net. <laughs> I just imagine the plates, right? Isn't that a thing? The plates that are shifting. There sure are plates. Beth. Right? Mm-hmm. Beneath the earth, mm-hmm. like beneath the surface of the earth. 
And it's like infinitesimal. It's super small. Yeah. Yes. But it changes. It literally changes the shape of the world. Yes. That's what our little yeses do. Infinitesimal? Is that a word? Guys, Beth Davis at blessedisshe.net. I just want to repeat. Beth Davis at blessedisshe.net. The humility of this episode for me. I was praying for humility this morning. Thank you, Lord. No, I love that. What I was trying to say so in your challenge of me was that we don't see the shifts. But I wonder, I guess Mary didn't like see the shift happen right before her eyes. No. I mean, there was an angel right there. It's yeah, kind of I think there were incredible moments, right? Where it's like the veil was lifted and she could see the glory mm. of God and the plan of God. But remember that like right after the birth of Jesus was the flight into Egypt and the massacre of the infants. Like how, in, how insane is that? The chaos of that moment, they're waking up in the middle of the night and fleeing to Egypt and then hearing, I would imagine hearing what happened in Bethlehem all over Jerusalem, um, this, this, the tragedy of it and the violence of Herod's reign. I just imagine like anybody else, they got caught up in the chaos of the everyday and the chaos of the time, right? Mm. Politically. Mm-hmm. So praise God for those little moments that we have in scripture in the life of Mary. But I think her day to day was probably more normal <laughs> than we give her credit for. I mean, the fact that Jesus's whole childhood is hidden from us. Those were a lot of years of just Mary being a mother, being a faithful follower of God, faithful Jew, faithful wife, friend, daughter. Just making Jesus some bread in her bread making machine. Jenna (laughs) at blessedisshe.net. Nope. We're really showing our weakness in the historical context. Beth, how do you say yes in little ways? I don't know that it's that it's that conscious. I think that after years of relationship with God, it's like he's just integrated into my way of thinking. And so it becomes more and more natural to see opportunities and to just move in love rather than having to consent with my will to give God my yes every day. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So because I love him and I'm in relationship with him, I naturally turn to him. I want to spend time with him. So all of those things are yeses, right? Like I said yes to going to the chapel this morning. I said yes to sharing my heart in a conversation with you earlier. But I didn't have to stop and say, God, are you asking me? Or, you know, I'm not hearing God say, Beth, will you give me your yes? There have been moments of that for sure. I would say in bigger risks that I've taken with the Lord, he's given me that invitation. Like, will you give me your yes? Mm -hmm. Asked for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think now... It's just the natural rhythm of our relationship that I want to say yes. I don't even have to say yes. I just do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I find it most difficult to say yes with people. (laughs) Amen, amen, amen. (laughs) Like, for example, I have four daughters and three of them are older. I think I just can feel anger rising or frustration or a lot of stress. And in that moment for me to really surrender and instead speak, Lord, how would you speak to this person? How do I talk to this daughter? Not out of my like human desire to like rage out, but 
really surrender that part of myself and say, not consciously, like you said, not like being super intense and like, okay, Lord, I'm going to enter this room and you will speak through me. Right, right. (laughs) But just letting him guide me in love and like follow that path as opposed to extreme frustration or Mm -hmm. anger. So that's totally like how I feel a sense of I'm being faithful to what you've asked me to do in a more tangible way. Not that I feel like it's building and making me better. Like, it's just like, I'm just trying, I'm just doing it, but I I don't feel, I don't feel like it's easier. I don't know. Maybe it is, but I don't feel like it is. I literally was praying about that this morning in the chapel Yeah, that I'm so frustrated that I feel like the closer I get to the Lord, the weaker I become. Mm. And it's really frustrating. Like, I know that's supposed to be a very beautiful Mm. progression in an intimate relationship with the Lord that that we become more and more aware of our weakness and God would have more room and opportunity to show up and to come through for us. But in reality, it's pretty frustrating that I'm becoming more and more aware of my littleness, of my sinfulness, of my weakness. And it's in some ways it feels sort of powerless, but I understand the trade-off is meant to be that God becomes powerful. I just relate to that, that I'm, I don't feel like I'm always getting better. Right. At being weak. <laughs> I'm sure some theologian will contact us. You have my email now. <laughs> and and please give me the key to building virtue because mm. I'm just instead becoming more and more humble. Mm. <laughs> Which is a virtue. The other part of Bearing Light that I really like, the new Advent devotional, is that Shannon talks about us like we're the only ones that can bring this aspect of God's image into the world. Like no one else can do it in the same way that we can. No one else has what he has given specifically to us. And that's something I've always felt really passionate about is each of us has our own unique thing, our own unique personhood, an aspect of God to bring out just by our humility, just by our weakness, that he can be glorified just by how he made us. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think I experienced that in a particular way when I pray with other people or when other people are telling me about their relationship with God, their prayer life. I learn something new about God. He's always revealing himself to each of us through the lens of our experience, through our personality. He just comes to us and speaks our own language. And so I find that when I hear about how God relates to the people I love, when I pray with the people that I love, I learn something new about God because they know him in a different way than I know him. You've had experiences with God that I have not had, and they reveal the face of God to me. It's like a, an aspect or a shade or an angle of God, his character, his face that I couldn't have known by myself. And without your experience of him, it would be a, a fractured picture or a picture kind of made up of my own limited experience in prayer, which is why I love the church really, is that we have this history, this democracy of the dead that we can look back and we have this rich tradition of the saints and we can read about their experiences of God. We can draw from their wisdom. Like it's not only up to me to figure everything out. Instead, I can look to my brothers and sisters in my own life now and and in the past who reveal the face of God to me. I love that. I think that's why I love 
getting to know people so much. Mm -hmm. Like that's why uh, we had our writers retreat this past weekend and 35 of the 40 plus blessed is she team members came to Phoenix, which is where Beth and I live and Mary Ruth Hackett where we live. And so we hosted 35 of the writers here in Phoenix. It was a little toasty, but we had a pool, thankfully, <laughs> but it was so funny. So we did little small groups within the larger 35 of us. We, we split up into small groups, which was just really beautiful and really incredible just to get to know each other because a lot of us don't know anything about each other at all, which is so funny. Anyway, but during those small groups, a couple of the ladies in my small group said, I hate small talk. They hate small talk. They just want to get to the heart. They just want to get to know someone. They want to know where your heart is. They want to know how you feel about life. They want to talk about deep things. And I think that's where that comes from. Also, when we talk about real things, when we talk about our hearts, that's when we do reveal the Lord inside of us. You know, it's not so much talking about the weather, although I guess that is like, you can be full of joy. Sure. And like, that's the Lord. Yeah. It was so funny this one time at retreat, Beth and I were standing outside and Beth was crying. What? And someone oh came out. Oh my gosh, Jenna. Someone came out, the most joyful person ever. And she goes, yay. Like just she was looking, assuming that I was... Looking at Beth's crying face, just saying, yay. She thought that they were happy tears and they should have been. It she was, didn't know. She had no idea. Because she's just full of joy. It was unbelievable, though, those moments where you're, it was like, amazing. you're like kind of wrecked and stressed and crying. Okay, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> and then this sweet, sweet human being comes out and just cheers, and we broke into laughter. It was amazing. It was the craziest, like, flip on your head. I mean, tr- her joy mm-hmm. captured and overtook yes. the moment. Yes. What a gift. It was so funny. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm always saying to people, kind of seriously, kind of joking and trying to make light of it, but I'm always saying I really don't have any more room. Like, I, I, I don't need any more friends. I'm always saying that. And that feels like <laughs> feels like a terrible thing to say as a person who works for a women's ministry, but <laughs> I have a lot of really important relationships and a lot of really close people in my life that I deeply care about. And in the best way that takes a lot of energy. I'm happy to spend my energy on those people that I love, but I'm always saying like, I just, I don't need any more friends. And it's so funny. One of the writers said something similar to me this weekend. She said, I She's like, Beth, I don't, I I can't fit you in here. (laughs) No, basically I was afraid that she didn't have room for me. Yeah. Even though I'm always feeling that and thinking that and saying it, I said, you know, I, I really, it's like having a DTR with a new friend. Yes. I was like, do you think that we could actually be real friends? We hadn't met before this weekend and I really loved her and, and you know, the time is winding down. So it's like, <clears throat> um, could we actually <laughs> stay friends and like be real friends and not just have this kind of isolated experience of a weekend on retreat? And she said, you know, coming into the weekend, I didn't think I had any more room mm-hmm. in my heart. You know, my life is, is very full, but God has opened up a whole new chamber that I didn't even know was there. And it's not what friendship does. You That's know? beautiful. It, I mean, wow. I have chills thinking about it. Can I fit in her chamber? Oh, you're in there <laughs> without a doubt. Praise the Lord. Yeah. 
she actually said, I have a whole new chamber for Blessed Is She. Oh. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it was so beautiful. So if every woman bears the image of God, if every person bears the image of God, why wouldn't I make room in my heart to take them in, to have a relationship with them, to listen to their story and to learn from their experience? How silly to think that I could or should shut down my heart, you know, or exclude people from my heart. So I want to pray. I want to ask the Lord to open up a new chamber in my heart, (laughs) to open up new chambers in all of our hearts, to experience more of him and more of him in other people. So can we pray? Yeah. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you that um, your love is inexhaustible. Your creativity is inexhaustible. And I ask you, God, to, to stretch and to open our hearts to receive more of you, more of your love and presence in others. I ask for a special blessing and your grace to be poured out over this community during the Advent season as we journey together. God, that in in sharing our hearts and sharing this journey, that a whole new chamber would be opened up to us. I ask that the grace of this conversation and our prayer throughout Advent would have a deep and meaningful impact on our everyday lives. That wouldn't be an isolated experience. So Father, thank you. God, would you increase our capacity to receive love? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining me, BD. <laughs> Always. It was a long it was a long trip from my desk to your desk. Those three feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for gathering with us here on the Blessed Is She podcast. Send over all your questions using the Anchor app. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us at blessedishe.net slash community and join us on all your favorite social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I love Twitter. Until next time. <laughs>